Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. So today I'm going to do my podcast a little bit differently today. Um, I'm going to, I'm also um, in a session on an app called Wisdom. And so I'm live on there. If you uh, want to learn more about the Wisdom app, I encourage you to look it up um, and you can learn a little bit more about it. Um, It's an app that you download on your phone. You can tune in to different conversations that um, different uh, people um, have on the app called Wisdom. And so that's where I'm kind of um, doing my recording from little recording from this morning. Um, and so um, and then it will be posted later um, today on YouTube and also on my uh, podcasting um, audio platform. So you'll be able to listen in on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, and also um, Amazon Music and different platforms such as this, such as that. And so um, today I just kind of want to talk about um, accountability, accountability, and um, just what it means to be accountable and why we should be accountable. And hopefully um, if I get some people to kind of join in with me um, this morning, because it is morning and sometimes, you know, uh, it's Saturday morning uh, and sometimes uh, we all have our own different things to do. But the great thing about it is um, the the talk and everything will still be available um, later on today around one o'clock. And so um, you can listen in on the Wisdom app. You can listen in on um, YouTube. You can listen in on the various podcasting platforms mentioned earlier. And so I want to talk a little bit today about accountability um, and what it means to be accountable. And so before I got into just kind of um, the whole thing with accountability, I was kind of going doing some reflection this morning, um, some reflection over just my life and just um, different things in my life where I found um, success. Um, and I have a ability to be able to like really um, pick up stuff on my own. Um, and so some, you know, some people, you know, uh, they can look at something and you can kind of teach yourself and be able to learn um, from it. Uh, but sometimes, you know, some things you can't pick up on your own. You have to learn from other people. But sometimes even though you may have a gift of being able to pick up things on your own and be able to teach yourself things, sometimes it's about the uh, sometimes you need a little bit of extra summit. Sometimes you need that accountability piece, um, that accountability piece uh, sometimes makes it uh, easier on you. Um, to be able to to succeed. Now, that's my personality, you know, but I believe that accountability helps all of us out in some forms of ways, Um, having a a way to just kind of have someone there to kind of encourage you through something or that you um, have to report back to that kind of pushes um, you. But sometimes you have to be accountable to yourself when you have no one else to be accountable to. Um, Because one thing about it, especially as um, Christians and believers, we have to recognize that we are um, accountable for uh, our life and different things like that. We are accountable to God. And so um, that's an accountability piece when you recognize before I'm accountable to anybody else, uh, I am accountable to God for just different things, how I live my life. Um, but then there are different things like if you want to learn an instrument, if you want to learn just um, about a certain topic or um, a certain trade or a certain skill, 
um, sometimes it's like it's not that it's not in you to do. It's just that sometimes you may need someone to be accountable um, to um, that you can report to. They can check in on you to make sure that you're doing what you're doing. Um, like you, in school and stuff, um, we did we had to do our uh, homework and different things like that. They don't some schools don't do homework now. Um, but uh, growing up, you know, we had homework and we had to do different things in school. Um, that uh, we had to be accountable for if we wanted to make it to the next grade, if we wanted to uh, make it to the next school. And some stuff we wouldn't have done if we didn't have that accountability piece. We might not have learned our ABCs and our one, two, threes. We might not have learned math. We might, we might not have learned different things that we know today um, if we didn't have that accountability piece um, growing up in school. And so uh, today, I just kind of want to uh, shed a little light on just accountability. Um, and so uh, I looked up the definition of accountability and what it means to be accountable is kind of what I typed in. And I'm just going to read just um, three different definitions from three different sites um, concerning accountability. And hopefully you'll be able to gain something from them. You guys know I like coming up with my own definitions of, for stuff um, after I get done. Sometimes after I get done reading a definition and then I kind of consider it in my own life exactly what accountability means. Um, I didn't come up with my own definition today, but uh, when I finish reading these, I might have one for you. <laughs> I might have one for you. And so accountability, um, the Merriam-Webster di dictionary um, that I looked up online, this is what I found about, about being accountable, what it means to be accountable. Answerable, capable of being explained. Um, because when we are accountable to um, something, then we uh, we don't really have to, if we do what we're supposed to do, we really don't have to explain ourselves concerning it. But uh, we do have to, when we present an answer, um, then uh, we don't have to um, really have to explain why. Um, but when we don't present the answer, then we do have to explain why. Um, and so that's the Merriam-Webster um, um, Merriam uh, definition of it. And so then I looked up it from Cambridge Dictionary. It says someone who is accountable is completely responsible for what they do and must be able to give a satisfactory reason for it. So we know in school and different things like that, and I feel like everybody has had to go through that journey. And so you can be able to kind of relate a little bit more, just trying to find something um, relatable. Um, so it says that... Uh, and must be able to give a satisfactory reason. So in order for us to, uh, the reason being behind why we do, uh, did the work in class in the classroom uh, was simply because, you know, I'm trying to make it to the next grade. I'm trying to get a good uh, a good score. I'm trying to uh, do different things. So we didn't really have to provide that um, reason behind it because the reason was already obviously clear. Um, but there were some times in life Sometimes um, you're presented with things in life and different things like that, where you have, especially like you may be at your job, you may be uh, working in the community event and different things like that, especially if you're presenting a new idea or something like that or to a, a group of fellow peers, then you may have to give a satisfactory reason for why you do what you do and the reason behind why you're doing it. Or if you're doing a training or a workshop. Um, so uh, why uh, you may have to explain why is it necessary for a person to do their finances in the way that you're describing for them to be able to do it. Why does a person have to do um, the uh, arts and craft project if you're a Pinterest fan or just someone who likes to do DIY um, and you're trying to explain it to someone? Why is it necessary for them to be able to do it the way that you're describing to do it? And so um, giving a satisfactory reason for it. And then, you know what, if you're really expert in your area and you really have had experience and different things like that, uh, then you're able to provide the reason why. You may have found uh, going through different struggles and different things like that an easier way to do something. And so it may be like, you may be doing it like this. Um, I saw a video on Instagram and um, 
it was uh uh you know how they do like uh, one person does a video and then you come back behind them and just try to mimic it and see if you can do it too uh, they did a chicken wing they hit he was like he was eating chicken wings wrong the whole time and so what happened was he put the uh the girl put her, the chicken wing in her her mouth and she pulled the, the two bones out of it and then she was e able it was easily to chew the meat and so um he did the same thing and was like wow and it was like blown away and i saw that and i was like you know what that, that's pretty cool uh, that's pretty cool i never knew that you could just pull the bones out of there like that and just have the meat and so when you're doing different things in life it's kind of like uh accountability give you gives you that reason why are you doing what you're doing and why should i do it like that as well um and so that's kind of like the cambridge def um, definition that i kind of get from that and i'm going to read it again it says someone who is accountable is completely responsible for what they do and must be able to give a satisfactory reason for it so when we have accountability um that means we take ownership of our actions we take ownership uh of the things that we do we take ownership this is who i am um this is what i do and this is why i do what i do and necessarily not everything in life doesn't have to be explained sometimes the 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 action behind why you do what you do is there um sometimes it's, it's it just doesn't need to be explained but sometimes especially when you're uh, working with a group of people or different things like that you have to give an answer or if you're the person that's kind of trying to be trained um sometimes you know like uh i'll go back to the whole classroom or if you're trying to learn music um if you're trying to learn music or something like that and like you're preparing for a concert um, then you have to um, be held accountable because your part is going to be necessary in order to bring the whole thing together. And so sometimes like when you have that accountability piece and you're 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 holding everybody, um, your part is also a part in which everybody else can kind of stand on um, because you're working together as a team effort. Uh, people are going to want you to be responsible for your part to whatever it is that you bring to the table. And so I feel like that accountability piece it really does um it really does um help us further along in life and before i get further into the talk i'm going to get the final definition um, of, of accountability that i found on dictionary.com and it says subject to obligation to report explain um justify so nothing response uh so something responsible or answerable and that's the definition that i got from dictionary.com um i see on the wisdom app where a few people have come in if you want to join me on the talk um about accountability if you have some perspective to give please come up and share your thoughts um concerning accountability i'm just kind of um i'm recording my um, podcast live on wisdom and i'm also um, just talking about accountability and what it means and what it does for us um, to be accountable um, i was thinking you know what sometimes i have different things that i want to do and so um, there are some pieces of some things that i've learned in my life some skills some trades and i've learned them on my own uh, but then there are some pieces in my life i was like I, I started out doing it and i started out practicing and then i'm just like you know what i need to probably get someone who is more skilled than i am in this area and then that way i could be accountable to them and that way i can maybe get further along in life i don't think there's anything wrong with finding um someone that you can kind of um uh, hold, hold yourself in um, accountability too, um, because sometimes that's the encouragement that you need is that simple thing. Maybe uh, maybe you can have do have the skill to be able to learn an instrument on your own. Maybe you do have the skill set to be able to learn uh, Photoshop or something on your own. Maybe you do have that skill set, um, but sometimes maybe you don't have the the patience or maybe sometimes you don't have the endurance or the determination to complete the complete what you started. And so sometimes it's, it's good and it's needful to be able to have something, some kind of projects. I want to call it 
um, being getting homework as an adult, but that's pretty much what it is sometimes when you have to go home and you have to do it. And then you have somebody to report back to it. And the thing that it does for you, I feel like it, it wakens you up and, uh, and makes you more alive on the inside because uh, with someone, you have someone that you can that sees your progress. Sometimes I um, believe that in that accountability piece. Sometimes we just want to see, know that someone sees our progress and sees us striving. Uh, but what happens uh, when you have to be in the background and you know you don't have anyone to be accountable to except for yourself? Um, or do you are you determined enough in your heart to be accountable to yourself? Uh, and if anyone wants to. Uh, come up and answer the question of why um, accountability is um, important and why they believe that we should be um, held um, accountable for our actions. I believe just ownership of just uh, what we do do is uh, is effective and I believe it is necessary um, because and one of the reasons why it is necessary is because you know what no one else is a you. <laughs> you are uniquely you. Um, the word says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so uh, you are uniquely you. Uh, even though someone may be able to do the same thing that you can do, they're not going to do it in the way um, that you do it. And then we have to also go back to um, the fact that we all have our own minds. And so we can do the same exact thing. But the reason behind why we do it and what we do it and what how we how we do it is all going to be to totally different. And the reason being is because we experience different things in life. We have different upbringings. Uh, we have uh, in, in, in those upbringings, we have uh, just different. Um, uh, I would say even. Uh, financial backings. We have different uh, people. Um, some of us have grown up in a, a environment where um, we had people around us, support systems and different things like that. And some of us have grown up in an environment where our support system wasn't so. Uh, we didn't have a, a big support system and different things like that. And so um, the same two people with diff two different backgrounds um, can do the same exact thing and it will still be done in a different manner. Um, some people are more creative than others. And so um, uh, it just everything kind of uh, goes back to like our, uh, our the way we process things, the way we see things. And then also that accountability piece comes into how do I see myself? Um, how do I see myself um, as I'm going through through life? And do I hold myself accountable for what I say I'm going to do? Um, and then that makes me kind of go into like when you give your word concerning stuff, am I accountable for the word and the promises that I make? Uh, do I? Uh, do I strive to hold up to my word? And if I don't uh, perform in certain things, because it's okay to change your mind sometimes. Sometimes we feel like, well, you said this and that's kind of like the driving force. But there may be something else that you may be um, accountable for um, that kind of takes, uh, that kind of, uh, I will say, trumps over um, the one thing that you gave your word on. Um, and I will say that's where you have to provide an answer because you still hold yourself accountable to that. And that, uh, when it, when you hold yourself accountable for certain things, sometimes um, that perfectionism can come in. Uh, when you feel like you have to be uh, perfect and you kind of beat yourself up for different things uh, because you feel like you didn't perform on the word because something else came up that was more important. And I feel like that's when you have to give yourself grace. Um, you have to be able to recognize that, hey, I'm a human and that um, I have certain limitations about me. I have certain limitations about me. And even though I want to be able to do this thing that I gave my word on, uh, I have to be able to recognize and understand that sometimes in life, I have to understand the balance of it all. 
So sometimes, even though I may want to do a certain thing and I've given my word on it and um, I'm, I'm accountable for this certain thing, but there was something else in my life that I've had to recognize has trumped this. And even though I, I want to be able to do it, I have to be able to recognize and give myself that, 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 that love. Um, sometimes you have that, that goes back to ministering to yourself in love and just recognizing that, Hey, I'm a human being. And sometimes I have to recognize my limitations, but we're going to get back into just being accountable, being accountable, because sometimes we come up for excuses as to why we can't do certain things in our life. And there is no reason as to why we just, um, we just get into ourselves and we just don't want to do it. <laughs> we just don't want to do it. And so we come up with excuse after excuse after excuse, after excuse, after excuse. And then after a while, you start to notice and you start to listen to yourself when you are a person that just makes up excuses for everything as to why you just won't go for different things in your life. Um, you really begin to listen to yourself uh, and you just begin to really recognize, you know what, I've been come up with excuse after excuse. And the same thing keeps coming up. The same thing about a desire in my heart that I want to do. Maybe it's wanted to start a bakery. Maybe it's wanted to um, learn how to play an instrument. Maybe it's wanted to get a photography business. Maybe is maybe wanted to just do something. And you've always come up with, I can't go back to school because of this. Well, I can't go and do, I can't go and learn about this because of this, because I have this responsibility and I have that responsibility. Well, I can't do this because of that. I can't learn this dance thing because I'm too old or and you're only in your twenties and I, I can't do this because of that. And I can't learn how to uh, play basketball. And you're, you're only, you haven't even reached 20 um, years old yet. You just uh, ran out of the, um, the time frame that they um, do in the stipulations in high school, but uh, 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 you still have that desire in your heart. And let me tell you something about that. Let me tell you something. You can you can do whatever you put your mind to. You just have to quit giving yourself a bunch of excuses as to why you won't do, um, especially if the opportunities keep being presented and people keep, uh, you know, sometimes in life we have people that are just come to us and be like, man, have you tried this? And it just be different random things. And it's kind of like and you feel that pull and that tug in your heart to do. But you keep on uh, talking yourself out of it. Um, keep on talking yourself out of it. Give yourself a reason to be accountable to live your life. Uh, give yourself a reason to be accountable to live your life and give yourself a reason to do it. Whatever it is um, that you desire to do in life, um, give yourself a reason to do it. Uh, one of the things that I talk a lot about on my podcast is just purpose and calling. Uh, we all have been purposed with something in our hearts. We all have been purposed with a desire to do something. And there is something that we are required to leave on the earth. Um, and I'm telling you right now, making a bunch of excuses as to why you can't do and you won't do. Uh, you're not going to be able to live your purpose. Oh, I'm too I'm too old. I'm, I've read so many different stories. Uh, uh, there was a man and he's a doctor now. Um, and I think he was about 40 years old when he decided that he wanted to go and get his degree um, because that was something that he had desired to do when he was younger. Uh, but he didn't he didn't um, do it. And so um, he said a lot of people told him, you know what, um, by the time you finish school and by the time you get your, your degree, you're going to be 50 years old. And he said, well, um, I'm going to have to live my life anyway, so I might as well do it doing something that I want to do. And so he went back to school at 40 years old and finished out his medical degree. And he became a doctor um, at that late in life. And so sometimes we feel like, you know what, uh, I, I'm too late. I'm too late. Who says that you're too late? Who says that you're too late? Um, and so he was. I feel like in that regard, he held himself accountable uh, for doing the work and really going after his goal rather than sitting and desiring and wanting. Sometimes we sit on ourselves. We sit on stuff that we really deeply desire and that's deeply rooted within us. And we sit on ourselves and we won't do it. 
And then time goes by. We sit on ourselves. It would be in our 20s and we make up excuses all throughout our 20s. And that could have been 10 years of work that you could have been doing. We get into our 30s and we're sitting on ourselves all through our 30s, still wanting to do the same thing we wanted to do in our 20s and still coming up with the same excuses. I'm telling you, after a while, you start really listening to yourself and you like, man, I kind of I kind of sound like a doggone. I don't I don't you, you 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 really become laughable to yourself when you really begin to listen to yourself sometimes. And so sometimes we have to find a reason to be accountable. And so when he went back and got the degree, the article that I read a few years ago. Uh, not only did he become accountable to himself, but he came accountable uh, to himself. He became accountable also to the teachers and the professors um, that were helping him to push and motivate him along. He became then when he became a doctor, he became accountable uh, to the people that he uh, decided that he was going to want to take to care of. And so um, I just believe that accountability piece. Uh, does anybody have anything else that they want to add? And I'm going to go back through and I'm going to read these definitions of accountable that I found online when I did a, a search for those of you who may have just come into um, the chat on wisdom. And if you have anything that you want to do, maybe you have a testimony to share concerning a time in your life um, when you felt like you had to be accountable for something and you ran out of excuses as to why you weren't accountable. And then it goes into our actions too. We have to be accountable for just our actions in general. And have to, you have to ask yourself the question, what do I want to be accountable for in life? Do I want to be accountable for living my life and doing it, um, living my best life? Or do I want to be held accountable for someone who always came up with an excuse as to why I couldn't do what was in my heart to do? Um, and when you begin to ask yourself those kinds of questions, it's kind of like, what what do I really have? Sometimes we look at people and we're like, well, I I have um, children. And so uh, I feel like I have to push them along and motivate them along. And I can't do this. Uh, that guy, he had kids, too. And so he he waited and so he pushed his kids along. Then he did what he was supposed to do. And some people you find that when they have kids, um, they'll still find a reason to like push themselves along and do the work. Um, there are so many testimonies. I love to read um, different articles and stories and testimonies of people's life. And so I see that we have a guest waiting in the in the room. And so we're going to um, allow you to come on up. I'm so excited about it. Dr. Robert James Goodman, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and we can uh, get you on here and you can share some of your thoughts. And while he's coming in, I'm going to share the answers that I had uh, from Miriam Webster, an answer capable of capable of being explained. Um, the de definition that I got from Cambridge was someone who is accountable is completely responsible for what they do and must be able to give a satisfactory reason for it. Um, so thank you for joining us, Dr. Robert James. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say concerning just accountability. Accountability, uh, I come, would uh, come over to the house, see me sitting on this tree, and would say, I can't but your thoughts, James. I would tell him, he would encourage me to be from being a truck driver to a tractor driver, give me the penny, then ask me, did I understood what he just said? I would say, yes, sir. And he would turn around and say, now, okay, okay. say it in your own words. And he did that with me from the age of eight to the age of 11. So now when someone asks me something, I feel like I can give them a straight answer without a joke or a curse word in it to get my B point across. So the point of me being accountable for myself and, and doing that, as well as uh, in the fifth grade, uh, the teacher asked us to memorize 
150 states and learn the spell. She asked me to go to the blackboard and spell Mississippi. I could not spell that word forward, but what I did is walk to the other side of the blackboard and spelled it backwards. She said, James, you are dyslexic and that is unique. After that, I went to the library and looked it up. And now uh, it says there's different parts of the brains that process language. Since I knew that, I challenged myself. So I became accountable for who I was and what it was that I was doing. And, uh, and so I'll do life. That's what I did in the sixth grade. My teacher said, James, he said, Robert, you have a unique talent. Don't ever stop using it. Now, I have a PhD in philosophy and bachelor in uh, wisdom, a bachelor's in humanity and knowledge of cultures. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when, when she came to you and she told you that she was um, dyslexic because um, that's kind of becoming like a, um, I would say it's just now kind of people are kind of learning more about it um, here recently and lately you hear more about it. Like what was that, that journey like for you? And like, how did you, obviously you held yourself accountable. Uh, how was it like for you learning how to kind of like um, read those letters? Because I feel like, you know, it wasn't as, it wasn't as um, prevalent then when we were um, like a lot younger. And so uh, what was that journey like for you? Uh, very challenging. Um, it was just the uh, idea of my mother, father, uh, all relatives encouraged us to do better than they did. My grandmother, she would read the Bible and said, now take it and walk your path with that. I said one, to, one day to her, what part? She said, what part did you hear? I said, all of it. She said, do it all. So just doing that and following their lead, being accountable for being responsible for who I am, you know, it, it just, it was a challenge and I took it, you know, and uh, I didn't uh, let it uh, uh, break me down and keep me down. You know, was, my parents always had me uh, as a leader. You know, my mother said one day, James just passed through the sixth grade. Your sister just passed through the fifth grade. You know it. Uh, teach it to her. You no, know? and I found out that I was dyslexic in the fifth grade. But my mother and father never talked to me about being dyslexic, but about being a leader and a teacher to my sisters and brothers. So. So pretty much um, they didn't um, allow the challenge that you were presented with as a means to kind of, uh, to uh, I would say, uh, cripple or stifle your learning, but rather they still saw it as something that you had to overcome and still work with and just kind of accept the accept this challenge in life that you were presented with and still be a winner with it is what I'm gaining. That's right. My father and mother bought us the 24 encyclopedia at I was uh, 10, my father said, now, there were seven of us, 
you guys don't have no reason not to learn how to read and write. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. I believe that that's a that is a very good um, example of accountability um, because, right. yeah, you first had to be accountable to yourself and then um, they gave you an additional um, service to be accountable to helping your brothers and sisters along. And that's something about life. You know, when we um, learn how to be accountable with ourselves and um, challenge ourselves to overcome challenges in life, um, then we can thereby teach others um, and helping them to overcome their challenges and their struggles in life. That's right. Um, I've been uh, married 30 years. We live in a five-bedroom home on a half an acre. There was a, a studio apartment in the basement of this house when we bought it. So it's five bedrooms upstairs and a studio apartment. And I put a audio video studio uh, in, in here. You know, and uh, so we just living, you know, and we've both been retired eight years, you know, and just uh, enjoying our life. You know, so, awesome. You know, yeah. So, and uh, the last thing I want to say is when I was in Calif uh, California uh, teaching at the university, they would fly us to, from California to Hawaii. And one day after the class, I decided to go swimming under this waterfall. But instead, I stood there and listened to the water. And it's all I was hearing were your journey have just begun. Awesome. And that was, yeah, and that was over 30 years ago. And now uh, since this app came out, I just feel like I didn't start my journey all over again. I done wrote a I've been on Pig TV. Uh, I've been just, you know, and my wife and I had a few talks on here, and people's asking us to come back. You know, so it's it was just very encouragement of being on here. You know, and my I have a statement is learn, unlearn, and relearn the basis of the relationship that you are in with yourself. That's right. Yeah. So that's the way I live my life, you know, and I really enjoyed the, the topic and the conversation and listen to you guys, you know, and so I just want to say thank you, you know, and uh, so uh, keep the good work. Yeah, thank you as well. <clears throat> I might have to come on uh, and give you a um, actual podcast interview. Um, on my okay. podcast, and so I think that was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your um, your uh, your thoughts with us. Um, and if there's yeah, and if there's anyone else who wants to come up and share a testimony of um, how they had to be accountable, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys, my my voice is kind of trying to get to me. If you want to come up and share a time in your life when you had to be accountable for something, um, he shared an awesome um, story um, concerning how he had to be accountable and how he learned how he was dyslexic. And um, the fact that he, you said you had a degree, you got, you've gained several degrees and um, humanitarian um, studies, I know was one of them and um, just different things. And so um, if you want to come up and you want to um, talk about something, um, then feel free to come up on um, the wisdom app and um, talk about um, something that um, you have to be accountable for. Um, something that um, uh, Dr. James shared was the fact that about uh, this this thing about 
learning, unlearning, and relearning. Um, that's that. If I could uh, um, get you to expound a little bit more on that, I would, um, because it's so important sometimes that uh, we grow up and we learn some things, and then when we get into our adult lives, we find that sometimes you know uh, we have to unlearn it. <laughs> we have to unlearn it, then we have to relearn it, and sometimes that can be so frustrating for us to have to learn something and then have to um, relearn it, and then uh, um, having to recognize that sometimes maybe we. We weren't taught something that's a right the right way. Oh, he's coming on back up. So if you want to, because um, I believe that that is um, something that is um, really important, especially when we find ourselves in frustration, yeah. um, having to learn, unlearn, and relearn. Yes, and that's one of the things that I think now. It's one of the things that I um, were taught in the, at the university, and you know, and it, it was all about the relationship you have with yourself uh, versus on the relationship you have with others, or even in business. You are recognizing who you are in the relationship with yourself, and you know, and uh, how much do you really love yourself? And, um, Truthfully, I was talking to a lady, uh, asked her, have, uh, when the last time you said to yourself, you love yourself? She said, I never said that. I said, well, say it now. She said it and started crying. Wow. Yeah. Because I just didn't, I, just a feeling, I decided to let go. No, and I, but yes, that's just what you do. You let go of all the tension of uh, other people's viewpoints and uh, your negativity of who you are, you know, and because of what someone else said, uh, your culture. No, hey, you know, you, you're not your culture. No, you are living your life, you know, and, and so that's uh, the, the, Basis that we taught was teaching on, and uh, the courses were basic centrality, man woman relationship, jealousy, money, possession, and uh, all these courses that pertain to who you are and what it is that you want to do in a relationship. No, uh, you can't expand on uh, what you don't have, you know, and if you're unwilling to have it, then. Yes, it's always going to be, I want this here, but I don't know how to get it. No. So that's what I say, uh, learn, unlearn, and relearn the basic relationship you have with yourself. Because that's the, where the strength uh, is going to come in at, is who you are. So it goes like that. You you said a lot in a little bit because um, you said about the fact that, you know, talking about love and loving yourself. And that's such an important thing when you love yourself. And the fact that, you know what, the simple fact that is that some people, a lot of people may have not had that experience of just saying, I love me. I love me. Do you really love yourself? And are you able to like um, reciprocate that back to others? Um, and so uh, I believe that that's like 
so important. And then the whole um, thing with negative um, thinking and uh, negative perspe uh, perspective on things and on your own life. And sometimes we're so hard on ourselves. Um, I know that I've had to um, really learn how to love me and not be so hard um, on myself when it comes to certain things, allowing myself that room to um, show myself mercy, allow me that room to show myself love. And so uh, you said uh, uh, a very uh, good thing. Uh, we can't be too uh, hard on ourselves when it comes to just living our life. We have to allow our rooms to make those mistakes and um, learn from them and grow from them, allow ourselves those rooms to um, recognize when we don't know something, when we're ignorant to it and being able to say, you know what, this is something that I want to be able to learn um, or relearn or just, um, and sometimes we have to um, unlearn those negative um, self-perceptions that we have of ourselves and sometimes of others as well um, so that we can have like a, I would say a productive life in which we are uh, accountable in a good regard. Um, if if that kind of um just your your thoughts um that that really uh struck a struck a nerve with me because I'm just like, you know what, he said a lot within a little a little bit of time. Are there is there anything that you had to kind of unlearn or relearn in your life? Um okay. everything. Even though I might know it, but hearing someone else's viewpoint. And learning from their viewpoint, even though I know it, you know, it's relearning, you know, and listening, you know, and experience the outcome of who someone else is. Yeah. I, um, I appreciate you for um, coming up and um, really sharing that because you that that um, I wouldn't even considering that whole um, thing about the learning phases. And so um, I appreciate your um, discussion, and your topic. And and if anyone else has like um, something that they want to talk about concerning just uh, we're talking about accountability and he kind of brought up the, um, the the phase of just kind of learning and relearning and unlearning because we're held accountable for just the different things that we do know. Uh, and we are uh, and what we don't know. And so, um, and sometimes, you know, what we don't know, sometimes it, it, it does has a way of, um, especially if it's part of your development, it does come sometimes have a way of stifling, um, stifling us. And so um, we have to uh, be able to be willing to be accountable to ourselves to say, you know what, I'm going to learn a, a new way of doing something. I'm going to, um, I was taught this way, but um, it's, maybe it, the way that it was taught was kind of, it's kind of frustrating for you. And sometimes you have to learn why. Um, it's frustrating for you and be able to be willing to give yourself the grace to, you know what, I'm going to take the time to be accountable to myself and figure out why um, the human, the whole human existence about is about just learning, learning about the environment around you and how you adapt to it. Um, learning about yourself and how you uh, how you uh, participate in the uh, the development of what's around you uh, about the development of maybe the peace that you give to your community and just being accountable for just um, the way you live your life in that regards and how it may be effective, effective or ineffective um, with the people around you and just yourself in general. Right. Uh, it's like uh, I'm living on a farm. My father uh, is the former of three different farms. Oh, awesome. my, two, yeah, my two uncles own five acres each. You know, and uh, 
from Creamer said, Wild Thrill said, because I'm a farmer, doesn't mean you have to be one. Be what you want to be in life. Do what you want to do in life. You know? And so I follow that uh, pattern. You know? It's going forward, doing what it takes. You know? My cousin said, James, how did you get out of Arkansas? I said, I just didn't look back. I did what it took to get where I'm at today. You know? And so, and that's our goals for everybody. You know what I mean? Um, regardless of what other people say, it's what it is that you want to do and what it is that you want to learn. You know, and you know, stop learning. The opportunity is here. That's right. So. And more opportunities are being created and more, it's just, uh, more opportunities that you can do to be able to learn different things in life. Uh, we have access to so many, so many things. Uh, people, uh, people who are uh, feel like they're accountable to their community have started different events and organizations and uh, nonprofits. There's so much um, access on the internet to different things, and so um, there is there are so many uh, things that we can do to be able to be accountable to ourselves. There's YouTube and different uh, websites like Creative Live and stuff that you can get on to learn um, new new things. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm 64 years old, you know, and uh, yes, it wasn't no internet, cell phones, and uh, all the stuff when I was coming up. I mean, you had to actually open up a book, uh, go to the library, you know, and uh, but uh, these days you can uh, just say, uh, Echo, uh, what's the, the temperature uh, today, you know, and uh, it'll tell you. It tells me on my TV, you know, I mean, even came up just now <laughs> when I said, you know, like that, you know, so um, uh, I, I, I know it's, it's much easier now than it, it were in the past. Uh, my grandmother said uh, I had to quit school and, and uh, go to work just to survive at child ages. Y'all have the opportunity to go to school and to get good jobs. Do that, you know. And so that's what what I did, you know. And so I just wanted to thank you. I enjoyed the topic, and uh, thanks again. Uh, that that was Dr. Robert James. He he was up, and then he came back up again to kind of expand a little bit more on the learning and the unlearning thing. I appreciate your comments, and I appreciate your thoughts. Um, and that's a another thing about uh, that kind of goes into the accountability piece uh, when it comes to um, just having access to so many opportunities, a wealth of knowledge, um, having access to just um, different programs, and um, having access to just uh, different things. Uh, we can come up with a lot of excuses, but um, there is uh, we don't have the same struggles that they had. I would say when I would say the earth was first being formed and we don't have the same struggles when it a uh, hundred, two hundred um, years ago. We've been given access. We have cars and technology and and access to Internet. We have um, different people starting all these nonprofits and different things like that. So um, we have uh, resources at our disposal. And sometimes it's a matter of just finding the right resource. And I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a advocate for prayer. And so I believe in praying about stuff before I kind of, uh, really just jump off into stuff because sometimes, you know, 
it ain't a matter of that we don't want to do. Sometimes it's just a matter of having to find the direction and what we need to be accountable for. Especially if you're a person that has multiple gifts and multiple things that you want to do. Sometimes it takes um, just uh, I, I, I'm, I'm an advocate for prayer. I believe in praying. And so um, that kind of helps what keeps me grounded. It's just um, being motivated by prayer and knowing what to be accountable to and being knowing what to be accountable for. Uh, because when you know what to be accountable to and what to be accountable for, um, thereby you're able to gain the balance that you need in life. Um, because sometimes um, uh, I feel like sometimes you can get overwhelmed with feeling like you have to do everything because uh, some people have a hero syndrome, uh, a hero syndrome, meaning that they feel like they have to be there for everybody and do everything for everybody. Um, I'm not going to say that I haven't been a, a victim of it. Um, and then you kind of erase the fact that you need to be there for yourself sometimes. Um, loving your neighbor as you love yourself, that kind of goes into um, you have to also recognize that in that piece is not only just loving people around you, but it's also and loving yourself as well and recognizing um, when you have to be accountable for different things in your life concerning you. Um, and you have to be accountable for just the different ones um, around you sometimes based on whatever it is that you, whatever roles you play in life. Some of you are wives, some of you are mothers, some of you are fathers, some of you are teachers, some of you are um, doctors, some of you are professors, some of you are farmers. And so um, we do have accountability and just having to um, be accountable for just the different things um, that we do in life. Um, as Dr. James uh, was saying, he was a he was a farmer. And so his his parents, his father and his grandfather, they were farmers. And um, so they had the accountability of making sure that um, I would say the food was right, <laughs> uh, making sure that whatever the produce that they put out there for um, people to buy, um, that it was um, it was taken care of in a manner that was um, worthy to be sold. I'm pretty sure if they did sell, I'm not really sure. Um, so. Uh, it just kind of makes me think about just when you begin to really think about what it is that you are doing in life and what it is that your purpose is and what you are designed for. Um, do you hold yourself accountable for really um, going after and doing those things? Do you hold your accountable uh, your, yourself accountable for um, the way in which you handle and manage um, the different things in your life? Um, or do you take responsibility for um, the things that you have been presented with, the different opportunities and how you handle those things? Are you responsible for your attitude even while you're going through the process um i did a uh, a, uh something um last month called the i am grateful series and i talked a little bit about an attitude of gratitude um do you find something in your day um that you can be thankful about um is there do you see something in your day and this goes back into the uh negative negative mindset versus the positive mindset do you find something not saying that we shouldn't erase the the bad things that do happen and try to find a solution for them um that's part of being accountable too being owning up to just the different things in your life that happen that aren't good but in um owning up to those things also um finding a solution or working to find a workable solution in order to kind of get those things going better or just being able to express gratitude. Um, do you kind of hold yourself responsible um, even for just um, the attitude that you carry sometimes in doing things? Um, do you recognize the blessings in your life um, that flow in and out of your life? Do you recognize um, just different things like that and holding accountability? And I'm, um, um, I see more people have joined in. If, if you want to come up and you want to express more about this accountability piece, if you want to talk a little bit about a time in your life when you had to be held accountable, maybe there was a struggle or a challenge that you had in school that um, you realize that, you know what, I'm not going to be able to get out of this because um, no one else is holding me accountable. I have to um, 
face of uh, face it up, um, suck it up and just kind of hold myself accountable because sometimes there are different things in life where we're expecting other people to hold us accountable for certain things. And it's not until we begin to hold ourselves accountable and just kind of suck it up that sometimes we, uh, we gain that accountability piece from others. Um, and yeah, I'm saying sucking it up because I'm just like, there are certain things in my life I'm looking at like, OMG, I had to suck it up. I had to suck it up and realize that, you know what, I have to hold myself accountable for this um, and then maybe find that accountability piece. Because um, sometimes um, we're not in school. We're not accountable for te to a teacher. Sometimes we're not um, going through different things. You guys, give me just one second. Um, uh, my uh, nephew is knocking at my door. I'm on a thing. I can't talk right now. Okay. So being accountable. I don't have it. I can't talk right now. So, yes, I am at home. And so, and right now I feel accountable to doing this, this podcast because I'm doing accountability. Um, and right now he's going to be accountable for when I get off of this. <laughs> so sometimes we got to hold, uh, we got to uh, hold our, uh, he's not my child, he's my nephew. But um, the fact of it is sometimes it takes a community. Uh, what to say? It takes a village to, to raise a child. And so uh, family is a community sometimes. <laughs> uh, family is a community. Um, and so uh, if you guys want to, uh, if anybody, if there's anyone that wants to come up um, as a guest to join me um, in my talk about accountability, I encourage you to do so. Um, I encourage you to kind of uh, give your piece on uh, what it means to be accountable. Um, I'm going to um, share this dictionary.com definition of, of accountability, subject to obligation to report, explain, or justify, uh, responsible, answerable. Um, I like looking up words and just to kind of uh, find the meaning in them. And then sometimes when I look up those words, I really do begin to kind of reflect on my own life and how does it hold true in my own life? Um, and so when I when a word comes to me, sometimes like accountability or just um, patience or just endurance or just um, looking up something, and I don't feel like I have the full understanding or I want to gain a deeper understanding of it. I'll look it up. And then I'll begin to kind of meditate over it and kind of consider my own life and consider, you know what, how has, does this affect me? And how does this uh, really, uh, how do, does it make, how do I make it applicable to my own life? And sometimes I'll do, uh, I have that writer in me. Sometimes I'll begin to kind of write my own definition out based on observations that I've seen, based on um, just reflections in my own life and based on the definition that I read um, when I look it up uh, from different resources. And then I'll just kind of, uh, take that and I just kind of say, how can I grow by this? Um, and so uh, we are accountable for the information that we do learn. And then we are responsible um, for whether or not we do want to grow with the information that we do want to learn. And so if nobody else wants to come up and talk, um, that's all I kind of have concerning accountability. And if you missed out on it, you can always go on the wisdom app on my page and uh, kind of replay the talk. Um, I'm also going to post it. Um, I have a, a brand at Land Stacy Studios. Um, uh, I'm recording on my podcast called Victoriously Anointed. Um, if you want to listen in on the podcast and you can do that, it'll be posted um, later on today at one o'clock. Um, it'll be available, but I know on Wisdom, um, it's available right then and there. But I see I have a guest coming up. And so I'm going to go ahead and let them in before I close out um, the talk. Oh, Dr. Robert James Goodman is coming back up again. Um, and we're going to let him um, come in and um, talk a little bit. Oh, thanks. Uh, not, uh, speaking of uh, food and, and, and stuff. My mom had uh, a guard 24-7. And uh, we was out there uh, just uh, maintaining it, help maintaining it. My father, uh, we, uh, we had hogs and cows and uh, 
chickens and ducks. No, uh, that sometimes some of the eggs, uh, I mean, some of the chickens we ate, but we also used some for uh, laying eggs and stuff like that. So living on the farm, uh, it was just never. Uh, I thought about going to the store and buying anything. No, it was always there at home. Mom and grandma, my grandmother was always canning and stuff, you know, and so we always had different things that even some of our relatives would come over to the house, you know, and ask, uh, can I have a can of this here? Uh, you know, it's, they call them candy, but they in jars, them in them uh, jar pickle jars and stuff like that, you know, and uh, so, but uh, yes, um, just uh, candy pictures, you know, and when uh, the first time I opened up a can of pictures and looked at them, I told mom these pictures don't—they look funny. They don't look like hers, you know. And uh, she said they store store-bought, and they do something to the factory with them, you know. And uh, the first time I didn't eat them because they didn't look right. They didn't look like pictures. No, they smell like pictures, but they didn't look like pictures. So I wouldn't eat them. You know, and uh, 90% of the time, I wouldn't eat nothing that my mom would, would, wouldn't cook unless uh, I'd go to my cousin's house. But anywhere else, I wouldn't eat. Wow. That's a meal. It was the taste. It was the smell and, and stuff like that. And so, uh, and my mom was always, you know, cooking my grandmother, you know, and they taught all of us to cook, all seven of us. Wow. So, yeah. so you had uh, seven, it was seven of you. It's, uh, I'm from a, a big family too. It's eight of us in all. Um, and so um, I'm child number seven, I like to say, <laughs> but um, it was eight of us in all. And so um, that's awesome. And it, it's funny because you mentioned Arkansas. I'm actually from Arkansas. Um, and so, um, uh, I would, if you don't mind me asking, what part of Arkansas did you grow up in? Uh, I was born in, uh, what is that? Uh, Lone Oak, Arkansas. Ah, Lone Oak. I know Lone Oak. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Lone Oak. Not too yes. far. Not too far from the capital. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, my old sister. Uh, and her husband came over because uh, my father was married uh, three times, actually. Uh, but when they came over to show mom and dad their, their uh, first new car, she said, good, take me to the hospital because I'm about to have your brother. But I was born in the back seat of that car, and that car was a 1957 red White top convertible Cadillac. Wow. I bet it was a beauty. Going down, <laughs> yeah, going down setting the highway. Awesome. Yeah. Do you, do you come back and visit every so often? The natural state? Oh, yes. Awesome. Oh, yes. You know, I was going, uh, I live in Reno now, but when I was in California, uh, I would go. Um, at least once or twice uh, during the summer, uh, 
because I just could, you know, and it was fun. But uh, now since this here virus hit, I haven't been there in the last three, four years. No, uh, no more than talking to people on on uh, FaceTime. No. So, mm -hmm. but I, I, uh, people starting to fly. No, uh, still was I would never did stop. But it was the point of I wasn't uh, interested in catching that virus. You know, and hey, I'm, I'm six. I'll be sixty-five on twenty-first this month. You know, and so. Hey, I didn't want to go out like that, you know, just because I wanted to go and see somebody, you know, and then that would be the last time. You know, accident do happen, but hey, we all know that virus is out there, you know, and it's it's a little scary right now. So I stay close to home. That's that's definitely understandable. Uh, that's definitely understandable, <laughs> um, especially uh, I know that. Um, well, the older you get, the uh, you have to take more uh, precautions into into play, and so that's that's definitely understandable. Uh, my mama, she's uh, she's into her 60s, 60s, 66, 67, somewhere in there, um, and so uh, that's I definitely want her to be safe. She still puts on her mask and different things, and so um, definitely want uh, uh, you to be safe out there uh, with the different things that are going on in our world today. Yeah, especially with this. Yeah. In certain places I go and I put on the gloves, <laughs> especially going into uh, uh, them Home Depots and uh, in places like that, you know, where they, so many people is going in and out and buying different stuff, you know, and I don't know the cars and stuff, so I, uh, you know, I don't want to catch the disease, so I put on gloves. No, they look at me funny, but they just so what, I'm being safe, you know. You're being true to who you are, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing about it. You got to be true to who you are. I'm not going to say I put on gloves, yeah. but um, uh, I do um, understand uh, people taking precautions. I do understand that. Um, prevention is always better than cure. Because uh, if you prevent it, then um, you don't have to be cured because cure can take a whole lot more time. Um, so, yeah, I do have, definitely understand that. Yeah. And, hey, uh, I took that uh, garden uh, from my mom and, and uh, like, right now, I got a garden out there. Uh, and I'm on this half an acre, and uh, about uh, a third of it, uh, maybe a little less, it's my garden, you know, and, and and I'm thinking about uh, buying a little tractor so I can dis up the rest of it, you know, and uh, just have a, uh, a full garden. Because uh, the stuff is so expensive, you know, and then it's almost too scared. You're scared to go to the store and buy to eat it, you know, because so many people have touched it and uh, all of that stuff. So it's, it's just safer. So I enjoyed uh, growing my uh, corn, always uh, strawberries, uh, thyme, uh, chime, uh, all kinds of green beans, greens. Uh, what else did I grow? Uh, uh, Turnip greens, uh, beets. They um, hold on. I know that they have uh, like. Yeah, hold on. Oh, sorry. Say it again. 
Go ahead. I'm just a whole lot of little spices because she likes spices. You know, instead of going to the store, she she just grow them. And you know, and let them dry out. Uh, I, 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 I just have fresh uh, garlic and onions and uh, little stuff like that. You know. Yeah, I know that um, some like um, uh, I, I love. Uh, I haven't looked up on Pinterest like I used to, but I used to be on Pinterest all the time. So um, I know that um, they have like different uh, or just different um, YouTubers and um, people that kind of know a little bit about how to like get the the fruits and the different things cleaned up. Some people put vinegar and sit them in water to kind of uh, make sure that it's um, nice and clean. So um, there are ways to like make sure that, you know, the produce that you're, that you're taking in is um, well um, taken care of. And I do believe that, you know, what having a garden, um, being able to grow your fresh fruits and vegetables. I love the farmer's market. Um, I believe that uh, I love the farmer's market because I know it comes straight from the uh, someone who has, like really grown the food from the ground and it wasn't grown in some lab somewhere. <laughs> so yeah. 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 Getting good produce is a is a great thing. It is. Yeah. Well I want to say thank you. You know, uh it's been really fun listening to you, you know, and just being a part of the out, you know. So thank you. You bye bye. You are so welcome. Uh, thank you so much for joining me uh, for um, this talk about accountability. Um, I'm seeing that there is, I don't see anyone in my waiting room. I don't uh, believe that there's anyone else coming up. And so uh, I always like to, uh, because I'm actually doing my podcast, I always like to end things with a prayer. Um, and so I, I really do uh, believe in praying. And I um, have seen, um, I've lived, I ain't gonna, I'm not old, but I've lived long enough to see God answer a lot of my prayers. And so um, and it's still answering and some of them I'm still waiting for him to answer. And so um, I would just want to leave you guys with a blessing. And I believe that uh, leaving you with a blessing is uh, praying. Um, and so we're going to go ahead. I'm going to end this session with a prayer. And then I'm going to um, go ahead and get off of here. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your love. I thank you, Father God, for everyone who is listening, Father God. I pray that you would just bless them, Lord God, with the peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray that whatever it is that they are facing in life, Father God, that you would give them the courage to face it. I thank you, Father God, for allowing them to overcome the challenges, Lord God, in their life, Lord God, and giving them a, a plan, Father God, and a purpose, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for showing them and leading them and guiding them into purpose, Father God, wherever they may have been struggling at, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you will make it easy for them. You are the great Father, and there is none like you in all the earth. I bless you and I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I pray that everyone will go forward and be blessed and know that um, you can always pray about whatever you're facing in life and, um, it, uh, and look for an answer from God. Um, if you want to learn more about how to hear from God, then maybe that's something that I can uh, talk about a little bit later. But Joyce Meyer has a book um, concerning um, hearing from um, learning how to um, hear how the Lord speaks or something concerning that. But you can look her up and you can read that book. That's an awesome read. Um, I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. And thank you for joining me for today's talk. Hello, I'm Lynn Stacy. I'm encouraging you to become part of the movement. The movement of Making Jesus Bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt Making Jesus Bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, 
we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.